You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and Maven Mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it popping. Hey there, honey bunny. It's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. We are making it do what it do here in the lavender layer, which means you might hear a whole lot of living going on in the background. No matter what, we're going to have a good time today. You're going to learn a lot. You might even laugh a lot. And then you're definitely going to go out there and live a lot in only the way that you can. In each and every episode of From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, I always invite you to keep an open heart and an open mind. You may hear things that you've heard me say a million times before because I tend to repeat myself, uh, things that you already know, and A great best practice to incorporate is to ask yourself, how can I experience this information in a new way? Try everything I say with a grain of salt. And if it works for you, great. If not, great. At the end of the day, I believe that you're 100% capable of crafting a belief system that is 100% authentic and feels good to you. May Tremendo Aha moments inspire you to take center stage in your life so that you sing the song that God has placed in your heart. I speak it, I believe it, and I receive it. All right, let's get into it. In today's episode, I'm sharing five things that you need to know about your subconscious mind. Are you ready? It's going to be juicy. Number one, it's important to know how your subconscious mind works because It controls approximately 99% of your brain function. Now, currently I'm taking the Yes Supply coaching training. So it's like this whole like multi-tiered coaching program. I'm learning life and success coaching, hypnotherapy, neuro-linguistic programming, emotional freedom technique, and time techniques. So it's super juicy. And one of the things that my teacher Reese Evans goes over is how the subconscious mind works. And when I found out that the majority of my brain is controlled by my subconscious mind and that very little of it is controlled by my conscious mind, I was kind of floored because you know me, I'm all about positive self-talk, affirmations, you know, making a plan, rocking your roadmap, making ish happen only to find out that the programming, the scripts that are running in the background of my mind are really what are profoundly calling the shots. So your subconscious mind is responsible for things like your physical body functioning. So your heart beating, your lungs breathing, your blood flowing, Uh, And thank God, because can you imagine what a disaster it would be if you had to consciously remind yourself to breathe (laughs) or to make your heart beat? Um, I think that the body is a gorgeously designed machine. And thank goodness, because if left to our own devices, 
uh, we probably <laughs> would not get very far. So it's important to know how your subconscious mind works because it controls approximately 99% of your brain function, including uh, the functioning of your physical body. Now, the second thing I want you to know about your subconscious mind is that it's been hardwired over time. And that's really why there's such a learning curve when it comes to making profound changes in your life and how you show up to life. You see, you may decide that you want to be more of a positive thinker or you want to get in shape or you want to go back to school and completely change your career. And all of these beautiful endeavors are amazing. And when you first set out, you're like hype and you're running off of momentum. And then the more that you do it, it's like you find this newfound resistance. And so you start skipping days at the gym and days turn into weeks, turn into months. And the next thing you know, you're doing the things that you've always done before, right? And that's really because your neural pathways are like paths in your brain that have been carved out of stone. Like they have been, you know, over and over and over again, um, kind of like walking through grass. If you continue to walk through grass, you're going to create a path. And that's kind of the same way to think about those neural pathways in your brain. Over time, with consistency, you've created habits, good, bad, or indifferent. Now, here's the deal. I don't say that to discourage you. Um, it's totally possible to carve out new ones. But here's the deal. If you're only doing something once or twice, you're not going to break that stone, honey. In fact, you might not even crack it. So if you are, you know, creating this beautiful habit of going back to the gym and you go once and then you don't go again for another three weeks, number one, you're not going to see the results in your physical body. And number two, you're not going to see the results in your mental space because you're not really taking consistent enough action to carve out new neural pathways. So don't get discouraged, um, especially at the beginning, if you've been doing something over and over and over again for like one or two months and you're just not seeing the results, uh, that's because you're literally going against <laughs> neural pathways that have been there for who knows how long, okay? So you have to allow yourself the time, space, grace, and permission to continue carving out those new neural pathways. And once they're carved out and they're life-affirming habits and routines that support what it is that you're trying to create, man, you're going to knock it out of the park. It's just that sort of learning curve where you are training your brain to do something different. And the beautiful thing is, is that yes, it's hard and you're totally up for the challenge. Your brain is designed to learn, to evolve. And this challenge is showing you just how amazingly capable you are when you put your mind to something, literally. So it does take a while to create new neural pathways because you've been hardwired over time. And number three, your subconscious mind thinks in pictures and symbols, and it does not process negatives. So that's why it is super important to phrase things in terms of what you want. Because if you're constantly saying, I don't want to be fat, well, first off, your subconscious has to think up the picture of being fat 
in order to even know what you're talking about in the first place because it thinks in pictures and symbols, right? And if you're constantly thinking about not wanting to be fat, what you're really doing is you're constantly embedding that picture of being fat in your subconscious mind. And since your subconscious mind does not process negatives, it doesn't realize that you're saying, no, 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 big X, circle it around this picture. It's just saying, oh, honey bunny keeps thinking about this fat thing. So let's just embed it in there. So the more powerful thing to do is to start to frame things up in terms of what you do want. So oftentimes the way that you can figure out what that is, is just go with the opposite of whatever it is you think you don't want, right? So if you don't wanna be fat, that probably means that you wanna be healthy, you wanna be slim and full of energy, right? So when you're thinking about it like I wanna be healthy, guess what, you're embedding that picture into your subconscious mind. And that's the picture that's gonna be put in there over and over again. Now, real talk, I have struggled with this in my own life, and I found that this is actually really hard for me to do. I didn't realize just how much I have always framed things up in terms of what I don't want. And I became really aware of this now that I'm a mom. And um, in, in terms of telling Lyric what I want her to do, and so... From the ages of zero to seven, a child is really sort of in the formative stage of life where their mind is basically just one big subconscious mind, right? And they're pretty much just absorbing things. And so if you have kids that are between the ages of zero to seven, it's very important to talk to them in terms of what you want them to do and not in terms of what you don't want them to do. Because again, they're going to have to think of the picture that you're telling them, like, I don't want you to run. So then they've got to say, okay, running. And then that gets stuck in their brain. And guess what they end up doing? They end up running. Um, Because yeah, in the same way your subconscious mind has to bring up that picture, your child's mind is still developing. And so it's going to bring up that picture as well. And I didn't realize how hard this was until I have had to consistently try it. Um, I literally sometimes like are I'm like in the middle of telling Lyric, don't touch that or don't don't hit Nani or don't run around the house. And I get tongue tied because I'm like, oh, I know I don't want her to run. But what do I what direction do I give her? Right. And it's been so difficult for me. And it really opened my eyes to just how much I live my life in terms of what I don't want. So I want to invite you to try on that language as well and let me know how it resonates with you um, in your life and if you have children. The number four, your subconscious brain wants to conserve your brain power. Now, your brain is basically like this giant battery, and each day you start off at 100%, especially if you've had enough sleep and if you're nourishing yourself with healthy, yummy foods. Now, any decision that you make, big or small, uh, anything that you've got going on at work, um, anything even just as trivial as picking out what to wear or what to have for dinner or if it's been on your mind to talk to your significant other about something that's bothering you. All of those like decision-making things are draining your battery. And so that's why oftentimes at a certain point in the day, you, you experience 
fatigue, like that 2 p.m. feeling, that decision fatigue, because your brain power is starting to drain. So your subconscious mind really wants to conserve this mental energy. So it does two very powerful things. Number one, it creates habits and routines. So I think of brushing teeth, right? For me, yo, I like, (laughs) I brush my teeth and like, I'm not even thinking about it. I mean, of course I'm doing it very thoroughly and I'm making sure I'm doing it for the right amount of time with the right amount of pressure and making sure that I'm getting all my teeth. But as I'm doing it, it's not like I have to pay 100% focus on brushing my teeth. In fact, I'm like thinking about if it's in the morning, like, okay, after I do this, I'm then going to do this. I'm like going through my mental to-do list. And if it's at night, I'm thinking about everything that happened up until that point, And I'm starting to think about what to do tomorrow. But I am never like so enthralled in brushing my teeth. Now, the opposite of that right now is my daughter, Lyric. She's two and a half and she is learning how to brush her teeth. And it's a huge thing. So I brush her teeth first to make sure that they get brushed properly. And then she'll say, okay, mommy, it's my turn. And she'll grab the the toothbrush from me. And normally what we'll do is um, she'll brush her teeth and I'll brush my teeth so she can kind of see what I'm doing. And I can totally see the wheels turning in her mind. Like she's really thinking about it. And she's learning how to fire up her gross motors or her fine motor skills. And she's watching me as I do what I do. And she's trying to like mimic me. And so it's this huge thing for her. And I think about like what it's going to be like 10 years from now. She's probably going to be just like I am now. Like, okay, I'm brushing my teeth, but my mind is elsewhere. And so, you know, isn't it crazy to think that we were once that little toddler learning how to do stuff, right? Like you too. Now look at you. You brush your teeth. You don't think about it. You're thinking about your day, your boyfriend, your past, pretty much everything but brushing your teeth. And to give you another example, I think back to when I first started driving. Y'all, I drove like a little grandma and I, and you know what? I still do, especially now that I'm a mom. But back then it was like, okay, let me, let me hold my hands at, what is it? 10 and two. And let me check everywhere before I put my car in reverse. And I would get so anxious about backing out of a parking space. And oh my God, anytime I got on like I-35 or any type of highway, I can remember when I um, moved to Atlanta for college. Um, You may not notice this uh, if you're from Atlanta, but the, the lanes on the highways over there are actually a lot uh, more narrow than they are here in Texas. So I can remember the first time I drove on those highways, I was like, oh my God. I was like, and I drove like this little Kia Rio back then. And um, I, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. These these lanes are so narrow. Um, and it took so much of like my focus just to get anywhere. And now it's like, yo, I hop, I pop on a, the, in, the highway and it's like, yo, let's go, right? Because after so many years of driving, it's just like these processes are now ingrained in my brain. So they're habits and they're routines, okay? So your brain will create habits and routines to conserve your mental energy. And the second thing the subconscious mind will do is it will always take the path of least resistance, meaning it's always going to want to choose what's familiar, and what's already automated. So what your normal habits and routines are. Now that's all fine and dandy when you've got some kick-ass 
habits like going to the gym or eating salads or those type of things. It's not so bueno when you're used to sitting on the couch or complaining about your mother-in-law or doing things that don't help you live your best life. But you got to know this about your subconscious mind because when you know, you know, when you know better, you do better and you can prepare for it, especially when you're working on something new or you're trying to make a profound shift in your life. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had to just hype myself up to the gym to step on the treadmill. Like, I literally have to say, okay, Letitia, just get to the gym and step on the treadmill. It's not even like, okay, Letitia, you know, get to the gym, get on the treadmill, run five minutes. It's like, no, just just get on the treadmill, <laughs> right? Because I know that once I step on the treadmill, I'll be like, all right, cool. I can do like a little 20 minute ditty of running and walking, right? But for me, it's like, I got to get so basic. It's like, just step on the treadmill, Okay, so uh, you have to know how your subconscious mind works. It wants to conserve your mental energy, so it's going to create habits and routines, and then it's going to want to stick to the path of least resistance, the path of least effort. Number five, your subconscious mind is a servant, but it only takes orders from someone it respects. Again, your subconscious mind is a servant, but it it'll only take orders from someone it respects. Now, this was the thing that kind of blew me wide open during the Yes Supply hypnotherapy training. Um, I realized that if I keep saying to myself, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, and then I don't do it, which I'm not going to lie, at this point in my life, I've really been slacking in terms of my health and wellness. I keep putting it at the bottom of my to-do list. And I keep telling myself, oh, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. I'm going to go to the gym after I drop Lyric off. I'm going to go to the gym before I pick up Lyric. And then I don't. What's going to happen and what is happening is my subconscious mind is not going to take me seriously. It's not going to help me reach my goal because it doesn't respect me because I'm not telling it the truth. So I said, oh my God, my subconscious boy, my subconscious is thinking of me like a cheating boyfriend. The one who says, baby, take me back. I'm a changed man. I ain't never going to do it again. I promise. Take me back, baby. And then you roll your eyes and you be like, boy, bye. You are lying. You are not telling the truth. And I am not going to take you seriously. I do not respect you. I was like, I am the cheating boyfriend to my subconscious mind. And that's what your subconscious mind does. It does a little eye roll and like, yeah, whatever. Every time you say you're going to do something and then you don't do it. And this powerful part of you that controls 99% of your brain function, that stores and organizes your memories, that filters out all of the external information coming at you any given second, uh, is not going to take you seriously if you keep breaking the promises you make to yourself and if you keep um, lying on what it is that you say you're going to do. Now, I love this Marie Forleo quote. She says, to be responsible, keep your promises to others. To be successful, keep your promises to yourself. Baby, let me tell you the first time I heard that, that just spoke so deeply to my soul. And it still does every time I think about it. And I think about all the times that I've worked at a company and I've made that company millions of dollars. And I am not, um, when I say I've made a company millions of dollars, I've made people millions of dollars. And I have nothing to show for it. <laughs> and 
when I did work at that company, whichever company throughout my career, I put all of my time and effort into it. And I didn't do the same for me and my life and, and the vision that I had for my life. Um, now, don't get it twisted. Yes, be responsible. Go hard in the paint at work. Go the extra mile. Just be sure to keep that same energy with yourself because this is your life, boo. And because you want your subconscious mind to take you seriously. And you want your subconscious mind to take you seriously because if it believes you, if it respects you, it will embed that crystal clear vision, that picture of what it is that you want and it will embed it into itself and that will activate the reticular activating system. Now, the reticular activating system is a part of your brain. It's about the size of a fingernail in your brainstem. Okay, it's located in your brainstem. And it basically filters in and filters out information. Because here's the deal. At any given moment, there's so much sensory information. Um, so things that you can see, hear, touch, feel, um, and taste that you couldn't possibly take it in all at once. And so the reticular activating system helps you hone in on certain info and it tells your brain what to focus on. So your subconscious mind is so powerful and you want it to work with you, not against you. So keep in mind what I've shared today because when you consistently get crystal clear on the vision you have for your life, and you speak in terms of what you actually want, you're embedding it into your subconscious mind. When you keep the promises that you make to yourself, the subconscious mind will take you seriously and it will respect you and it'll activate your reticular activating system to help you out. And when you are ridiculously consistent over time, you're going to rewire those neural pathways and you're going to create new habits and routines that actually support the lifestyle you want. I bless you, honey bunny. Part of rocking your roadmap is setting yourself up for success. And in order to set yourself up for success, you got to know how your brain works. So get crystal clear on your vision, the vision you have for your life. Craft it by using your values, then create your roadmap and take massive action every single day over and over again. And let your subconscious mind help you and understand how it works. You're so very powerful and it's time for you to know that yourself. And I want to invite you to take the mind mapping workshop where I help you take your vision and create a roadmap around it. I then teach you how to translate that roadmap into your daily actions, as well as how to deal with fear and uncertainty because fear and uncertainty are a natural part of life. They're not going anywhere. So you got to know how to work with those things around you. You can get this workshop today for only $18 when you join my monthly membership program, The Red Carpet Collective. <laughs> now, as an active Red Carpet Collective member, you gain access to all 12 masterclasses I'm hosting this year. And I'm going to drop a link in the show notes so that you can check out this year's lineup. It's all about helping you own your magic in 2020 and beyond. Now it's your turn. Head on over to the show notes for today's episode and leave a comment with your greatest takeaway. How can you set yourself up for success? I'm cheering for you. Like you've just listened to an episode titled with the lyric taken from Mind Playing Tricks on Me 
by Ghetto Boys. <laughs> My mind's playing tricks on me. From the front row, Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Letitia Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.